millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do, 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 do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, poodle? To love. <laughs> It's reality game. Let's love. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I take something? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry for the intimate portrait people. There you go. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Can I say something? Can I speak? I like to. Excuse me. Can I say something now? He just put his shirt over his head for those of you who are listening. Like E.T. <laughs> Not like E.T., but yes. <sighs> Excuse me. I really had something to say. Can I speak? Can I speak? Can I speak, Can I speak? now? I like it how it has been killing her not to speak the entire fucking time. I will say, <laughs> I love watching her on this show. I, I, she is, she, I love them together. Yeah. I, 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 I think he was this season or this episode. I think he's the roughest he's ever been to her. And I oh. don't understand why she's very upset. It, it, it shows, I mean, you were, you haven't disagreed with me, but I know I've gone a little harder saying like, we both agree that they're both terrible. And that's why it doesn't, 
But I see where you come from. Like she triggers you a lot more than, but it doesn't bother me the way she treats him because I've always, you know, it's that I'm glad we're seeing that both of them are treating one another sometimes like they're objects and not people. And we really yeah. get to see that from Usman now. Well, and they, they go back and forth. His was always kind of in the background because yes. she was yes. always, she was always uh, saying things like, no, I will not be the second wife. I will not be. I, the second wife is the baby maker and saying awful things about kind of my issue is her is always dehumanizing other people, especially people who happen to be African. Um, and, and now, yes. And now he's dehumanizing her in her. a very ageist uh, well, he way. he's saying what we knew he always thought anyway, yeah. but out loud. <laughs> and like, kind of shocking that he said it. I didn't think he would ever say it. Yeah. Y'all, uh, but big news. Y'all, this is Hey. This is Hey. This is Reality Guys. Hey. hey. Episode, season 7, Episode 9, Bad Blurred. Again, even when I don't know, enjoy the episode... You're a whore. I enjoy talking about it with you. I have fun with you. It always makes. I'm always happy. It's always a good time. We always feel better once we do a podcast. Well, not labor of love. I felt worse about myself when we did that. And sexy beasts. Oh, I felt. I felt felt like I had to drink during sex. (laughs) It made me feel worse. But we always feel better after doing a podcast. So we hope you feel better after listening to this show, y'all. We hope that for you. Um, I hope so. That that's one of the reasons we do it. So. Big news. Did you see Kimberly's new look? That's fake, you know. What? I knew I knew I was gonna have to I thought it was real. I knew I was gonna have to tell you it's fake. Yeah, someone photoshopped it. Girl, you are the you are the you are a fucking Carl's wife because you see something on the internet and immediately think it's real. You're a fucking Carl's wife. How did you see Kim's new look? You're you're the you're the Carliest of Carl's wives. Oh, I'm so upset because it yeah. looks so much better. I think she could have, I think oh. she could lighten it a little bit, but she was like, excuse me, excuse me. This is not my haircut. This is someone's is photoshopped. <laughs> oh. Well, but why would I want to no. just like, this person looks like the mom, the, the, the wife on Kate plus eight. I'm like, you mean Kate? <laughs> No, she she this. she went off. Yeah, she 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 was very upset that someone photoshopped her. <laughs> oh no, it's not real. Yeah, Carl's wife, you're doing exactly oh. what we tell Carl's wives not to do. <laughs> Y'all, it was blonde. It was cut shorter. It was she much had, better. Like, she had kind of wispy bangs to the side, and I've got. I it's not my fault. It's the sissy who tagged her and said, "I'm glad she listened to." Uh, to at the Matt Mar who says we should go lighter as we get old. Ooh, wow. And now she's now now you got a target on your said, back. Yeah, I know. I said, I can't believe you said old. You need to say that's why in cosmetics we say mature. We that's a thing. She when called you, she called her old. Yes. She's only 51. She's not old. She but just y'all, looks older. It's a rule. When you talk to anybody about something they do as they age, that they teach the one of the first rules they say in cosmetics. They actually say, I remember Karen Flat at the clinic said, We do not say old at a cosmetic counter. We say they mature. That's the word we use. I like the phrase of a certain age. Now now you can talk about reversing the signs of aging. Yeah. Or but you can't say re- old. Can reverse reverse age. 
but you never aged. say you never say you this helps you look less imagine y'all try maddie's makeup we help you look less old <laughs> no you don't go buy that shit yeah you tell me i look old all the time well because you don't do what i say sometimes and it makes you look old well, I, I do credit real. you for making me do where do start doing skincare about like seven or eight years ago. I, I wasn't really doing wanna, anything. You weren't you weren't doing any anything, and you weren't wearing sunblock. I really do want to. I think I do want to make my own uh, skincare makeup line one day. I think that'd be fun. Can we focus on the now? <sighs> fine. <laughs> I'm very upset about that. God, I'm a Carl's wife. No, you're you're, right. a, you're a fucking you're Carl's right. wife. The worst of them. Yes, you're like one of those people who see something on the internet and immediately believe it. I saw it and I threw down my knitting and I got very excited. (sighs) Oh, so yeah, I every time I see something that I can't quite believe, ask yourself, is this true? That's a good. That's a good rule of thumb I, y'all, I for the it, internet I in do general. It with real news now. I do it with actual yeah. news because we good have rule to. of thumb. But I don't do it with. Oh, good. <laughs> wow. No, I just anytime there's something, I look for a second corroboration of sources. <sighs> yeah. I guess I have to do it. Not a day fiance now. Just like I have to do about it with politics. Yep. Cool. You do. <laughs> So my mother would say, that's why I'm not on social media. God, I'm so glad she's not. Then she would be checking up on me. Oh, um, she would know everything about you. Y'all, uh, as we've, you've probably heard by now. Can you imagine if she listened? Bird, did you really have sex with a football team? God, <laughs> I thought I raised you better. <laughs> and you would say, just a defensive line, mother. <laughs> all, all those people, all those oh, men. All oh, those goodness. Bird. <laughs> Aren't you I, sore, Jaybird? I'm worried about your. <laughs> I'm worried about your butthole, by Jaybird. <laughs> she would. <laughs> I don't want to be cleaning Hush up. Muffin, with... I'm just talking to Jaybird <laughs> about getting fucked by a football team. Jaybird, I'll feed you later. Yeah, we have to wear a diaper. Cool. <laughs> you know, you, your uncle Sam had to wear a diaper because of his drinking. <laughs> Jaybird, you want to be like that? Uh, when I do call my mother, her dog gets extremely jealous. Uh, wow, and the dog does not like if there's if I've talked if I've talked to her too long, it's almost like the dog can hear my voice, and the dog wow. is extremely jealous of me. Wow, <laughs> of me and my brother, the dog is quite jealous. Does the dog not like it when you come over? The dog is okay when I'm there for a while, and the dog will come up to me and play a little bit. She's she's just really poorly behaved. She kind of starts to bite and try to fight with you. Even though I've oh. I've offered to pay for <gasps> training, no, yes, that's the most passive aggressive thing ever. How did I've you say that to, to her? Pay, I've offered to actually take when I'm home to take her to class every day at PetSmart. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> God, that's a read. <laughs> what did she, she say when you she did, did not it? respond well to it? <laughs> I don't think they can teach her anything. She's just the wildest dog. So she took totally no blame of herself. No. She said, that's just her. She's just willful. Wow. Yeah. I think we need, if you're comfortable, 
Because it's a dog, not a person. Can we see a picture of Muffin? I think I, I posted. This... I think I posted a picture in the sissy. Oh, squad. you did? Maybe yeah, I did. I don't, I don't I can... remember what the dog I'll, looks I'll like. bring a. I'll bring a. I have a photo of couple. She's a Boykin spaniel, which is kind of like a Springer spaniel. Um, mm. uh, kind of a medium sized dog. She's actually gorgeous. She's a beautiful dog. Yeah, um, but spaniels can be. Vicious. She's just. She's very they smart. Very well she kind of owns the house. Um. She'll do whatever the fuck she wants. She gets Wait. a ride every day in the Gator, which is this little ATV vehicle. Wait, are you jealous of the dog? Because it kind of sounds like it. Next question. <laughs> Let's. We're talking about Heavily Ever After, not me. And me being maybe or not jealous of my mother's dog. <laughs> The dog is, regardless of whether I am or not, the dog is jealous of me. I am okay. certain of it. Well, we'll end. We'll start with that. Okay. Um, speaking but I was being... trying to say, love is blind. Check it out, y'all. Everyone's oh. freaking out on our Patreon. Um, it's that, insane. It's insane. And so if you're thinking, somebody said, Sissy Mary said, y'all have too much stuff. We have, y'all, we have, we've. Raw dogged you with content this like last week yep. and a half. There's been a lot. We get it. There's a lot. And y'all have now things are happening more in life. So um uh don't feel like, but you've got another week before this drops out on Netflix. So you've got time. There's no more we've got no more single life. After, or not single life. There's no more um smothered. no more UK. And there's single life. How many and we no more smothered? Two more single lives. Do want to know more smother, but we do have the last thing. We do have our interview with Dawn and Cher coming out next week. It was so much fun. They were no, great this week. This week it's coming out oh, this yeah. week. Wednesday. Yeah, it's coming out on Wednesday. They were so they were really much good fun. sports. Um, Dawn didn't wear her hair a certain way because of something we said on the podcast. Of something we Jake said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a problem with it, but you went on a crusade. I did. Anyway, yeah. she said it to us after the show, and I, I felt bad. Felt, I felt like when Poodle uh, commented on uh, Sandy Duncan's glass eye and was called out. <laughs> That's how I felt. That's how I felt. They were lovely, though, and uh, they they were they they were very themselves. They were very and, themselves. Yeah, That's a good story. You should write that story down. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, Me sure being humiliated by a star of stage and screen. Yes, that is a good story. <laughs> We're trying to write down stories, y'all, just to remember them. But anyway, so, okay. Um, so, yes, check that out this Wednesday. Uh, and then, But, y'all, so we're giving you – you're thinking there's a lot now, but, like, the next week, things are – Thinning out a little bit. So you have time for Love is Blind. So check out – it's on the $5 tier of Reality Gaze Plus. But at this point, y'all – just get commercial free and fucking listen to love after lockup because we have the oh, our love during lockup love now. during lockup this season yeah, oh, right man. now. Oh, it's, I'm so worried about the new black and white cookie. She's going to get our heart broken. The new deaf black and white cookie. Yeah. There's she's a get new, it broken. there's a mail carrier from New Jersey who just wants to impress oh. people at her high school reunion. Oh, <laughs> she is. She is totally a, what's a, she's a salt wife's daughter. No, that's Justine. That's oh, a different Justine. one. She's, oh, she's got like a Massachusetts Kennedy kind of kind of sound to a voice. Who has her mother? Who uh, who has a not a salt wife, but a garden wife, y'all? She's and a garden a, wife in New Jersey. <laughs> Just gonna look out at the garden, watching for 
watch the planes take off at Newark. Just wring my hands in the morning. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully one of my children will visit me. <laughs> the they salt wipe, the, the garden wipe is a lot less, uh, the garden wipe is much more guilt driven. Yeah. Uh, then a salt, salt wife is much more, she rhapsodizes a lot. Rhapsodizes. Yeah. Cause yeah. My and the kids aren't, garden wife, the kids aren't attendant. that far. They're just in Brooklyn, but she no. doesn't like to go that far. <laughs> no, she doesn't leave New Jersey. <laughs> I haven't left here. Why should I, why should I leave? I haven't left here in 35 years. Last time I left, I saw a man killed on the street of Manhattan. Then she just yells things and then just goes back to quiet. Just every once in a while. Yeah. What are you joke. doing? I told you not to put a, not to touch my curtains. <laughs> yeah, she's interesting. No makeup, very, very spare. She is that 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 garden wife is rough. She's had a life too. But very dyed dark hair. Yeah. But no makeup. Very pale, yeah. no makeup. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's oh. it's a thing. It, it is the this season of love during lockup is just oh. chef's kiss. It's it's fabulous. Yeah, it's so good, y'all. Thank y'all for joining us on the intimate portrait. We're if you're looking at us, I'm in a I am not in a bunker somewhere. I'm in a hotel room. I'm in Dallas. Poodles in Los Angeles. Um, I'm coming back. Uh, I'll I'm be wearing back my shirt with Rue McClanahan on it. Shut up. I'm on prep, honey. <laughs> I'm wearing my shirt with Rue McClanahan as well. My, oh, my, my God. My, wow. We are gay. We're so gay today. Here, I'll show the intimate portrait what it says. I'm on prep, honey. <laughs> it's good. Y'all, by the way, this they're not giving it, but they, they did let me go see it with my friend Don. If you live in the Los Angeles area and y'all have not gone to the Golden Girls pop-up that's in Beverly Hills. I haven't gone. Is, I need to see it. It's so cute. And they did a really, 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 really great job. They recreated the kitchen. You can get pictures from I the was, Golden Girls kitchen. And I was going to go see it with this guy I was fucking, but then... He got no, back together with his it, Unless he's super comfortable with you being super duper gay, I would go with you again. Uh, they, he's had sex with me. So that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, because, if you've you know, seen me going like a dolphin, I think I think you'd be okay. I don't think you can go there because with somebody you're fucking because they do the kitchen, they redo the, even the phone and everything, but they also recreated Blanche's bedroom. Oh, like the, the you know the palm fronds, the palm the, the wall. Yes. Oh, the, yes. They it looked just like it, but you would I'll actually have to get notes. You would fuck someone with on that my bed room. in the middle of the restaurant. But they serve Italian food, and then you can get cheesecake. It's a pop up. It's only here for like another month. So if you're in the L.A. area, I highly recommend y'all check it out. It's a fun little thing. I need to go before it leaves. You should. All right. All right. Should we? Should we talk about the show? <laughs> We should talk about the show. Let's talk about Yo, Kim and Usman. Kim and Usman. It's not a bribe. It's not a bribe. I, 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 I swear. It's not, why would you think I would do a bribe? That is so. Yo, bro. That is so not a bribe. That Yo, is so bro. not a bribe. Yo. No. Well, what are you saying? So, uh, Farouk, that's his brother. His cute brother. It, it's hard for me to look at this family. I, I just. Oh, they're, they're, all, they're all so closed off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to ask you. Some sissies brought this up in um, was it the Facebook? Or, no, on Patreon and the Patreon comments because y'all, if you're on Patreon, you, there's special threads that just they can comment on. Yeah. And so we were reading, some, and one of the sissies said that they think Usman's family is all 
in on this and they they feel like there's fraudacity. Do you think how that? so? That it was a shorter comment. So, but it just felt like I feel like the family's all in on it and they're just playing the game and they want him to get to America and they want him to help capitalize on all that. I don't feel that, I, but what did you I what do you think that's a very complicated plan for an easy thing? Yeah, I agree. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. I I I so you're saying they uh, they would oppose this. They're making drama that they probably they think they don't they don't care. They're just making this drama for good TV. Oh, I well, go back to it's hard to know with 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 the way things are filmed here, especially with these two people. Well, with especially with Usman, why he acts the way he does yeah. is a hundred percent for publicity. Everything, um, everything. So like, everything's calculated know, for him. I don't know if his family follows suit. I would, I would. Ha- it seems like with what the mom and the brothers are saying, those seem pretty in line with Hausa customs. So I agree. I would have a problem kind of accusing them of being sellouts by saying things that sound reasonable. I don't know. I I guess it might not I, sound reasonable to us, but to them yeah. it is reasonable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um I don't know. I'm I I again, a lot of times I only I only cry for audacity when it seems like the production is trying really hard to sell us on things. I, um, I think mom does good enough job on her own. Yeah, I, I, I think that's when I cry for audacity, when I feel like there's a breadcrumbs being led somewhere and the stakes don't feel high enough. Yeah. So it's like the what we're getting from the cast doesn't really match up with where we're going. That's yeah. when it that's when it feels a little off to me. The, uh, any of any of any of this storyline is this storyline is fucking chaotic and it has been from from moment 1 uh I don't know I don't know why they would think they would need to make more drama. <laughs> Kim's going to do that on her own. I mean I she y'all she gives there should have been like well, hold on. Let me just do this. I wish you could know me. <laughs> I wish people know. People know that what I do. I did laugh at this. This comes from my heart. That you know what? He had a wife before. He had a wife. That's not my fault. Whoa, that's not my fault. Not, I'm not that person. I'm not that person. I'm not, if you will. <laughs> the music really goes there. Be you will. If you want to accept me, then I will go home. Okay, I will go because I will not be a second wife. Y'all, she has major first wife energy, and it is oh. that's the thing that you can't really get over. What she's taking from the past is I had men in the past who treated me like the second wife, like like I was I was just I was uh I was like disposable to them. Which that's your trauma. That's her trauma. It's yes. yes, that is that is something that is valid. That is that is a valid thing for you. However, <laughs> I I don't think it's exactly the same as you being the first wife and and not being I I think she is She said I was it. treated second. 
but she's seeing it in such a hierarchy of and it's it's interesting she was completely fine with the hierarchy when she wasn't second it's kind of wow. like it's kind of like where uh when with you, you with like let's say you're <laughs> Like you're in a you're in like a war situation or a battle situation, and you're like, you will not do this to my troops. You will not do this to the rest of them. And like someone is shot right in front of you, you're like, Whew. <laughs> it's 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 it feels kind of like she's just protecting herself, and she doesn't give yeah. a shit about anybody else. Yes, and yeah, it's also she thinks that one American woman can negotiate with. Yeah. Thousands of years of tradition. Yeah, that that's, that's some privilege, right? That, yeah, <laughs> there's just a privilege, and I want to say naivete. Yeah, in that, so no way, no way. So she think because she has to remember, women don't get a say in this custom. No, they don't get a say at all. So for them, they're like, why do you fucking care if you're the first wife or the second wife? It doesn't matter. And what? It, sorry, go ahead. No, it's just it, and also it's. It's she is it and the and the thing that really just makes you um you start to you start to feel like she's been asked, but then when this Usman brings in this level that he knows that he or at least feels like he can do anything to her and she has to take it. It's that's just near the end, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, near the middle and the end. But yeah. So but because he's I bring that up because He's just kind of sitting there. Did you notice how he was sitting while his family was talking? It's, I, I realize he's sitting there just kind of staring out. And he says he loves his mother, but this is a deep dive. But I actually think, I think Usman, a part of him, can't stand his mother and hates his mother because she controls so much of his life. And I think he has a problem with women in general. And I think I, he gets off on making women feel uh, a, a plane with women's emotions like this. I mean, I could see that, but I just want to say that's all of the society. So it's not just his yeah. mother. Yeah, so yeah. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to put that on her. Like it is the, if you notice the woman who was there, was an older aunt or a sister, the, the, the people in the room, he has, that's just law of the, of the kind of like how they behave. Yes, he agreed. may, he may have that, that anger, but like what I'm saying is he, he comes from a culture where you don't have time to think about it. It's just, those are just done. Yeah. So I, I don't, good. I don't, that may be a little deeper to go. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I see it as, I see as him what what I noticed afterwards is his reaction was just ebullient. He was just like, "We did it. It wasn't what we wanted to hear, but we did it." Uh, yeah, it was kind of good. And and she's like, "What? You you're having this exact same thing? What what I think he was happy because he got out kind of unscathed. He did not get chewed out. He was he was even happy that the parents were gonna, even going to let him marry her at yeah. all." So that's yeah. what I think is interesting. Also, I've been thinking and seeing this. It's really a different Usman than we saw in season one or his first season with Baby Girl. Because with BGL, he was much more kind of just like, oh, I'm the happy-go-lucky Usman guy. And kind of and yeah. he does seem way more um, 
just bitter or um but also like the agenda seems so you know, and he's goes more with, calculating and and the, the fact that he's and less happier of a person so it just feels man it just i don't feel sorry for kimberly but i do i just feel it kind of grosses me out watching them a little bit she's, i still love it she's getting played um, yeah, she's getting played. We we all know that. <laughs> yeah, everyone but her knows that. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, and it's so she says. And the thing is, I wouldn't have a problem with it if she was so complicit in it, but she's really not. Because y'all, we all know, and until he, what he said, what he said earlier, later. But let me just get back to what the mom says. But um, the, the mom basically says, "Nope, you can marry a housewoman first, and then marry Kim." And when she so, said that, I went, "Oh my that's, god!" That's the rule that comes down, and she even says, "What, what with what my mom says, my mom is like right below God." And that's what that's what Usman says later on. He yeah. says, I God and then my mom. So whatever she says, I have to do. And that's and that's why I think what's interesting for him, all these, it's a great way to be because it's all so simply outlined. Because your mom tells you you can do one thing, and if your mom tells you you can't do anything, it's all solved. But she then he says, I'll just work on it, which means we're going to listen to what my mom says, and then we're going to wind up kind of doing what she says anyway. Well, he says that anyway. He says, yeah. we're going to talk to my mom. She's going to say it needs to be this. And he says, Kimberly's eventually going to accept it because yep. what other option does she have? Yes. And he's, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Yeah. And the, the thing about it is I'm surprised she hasn't woken up to that yet. Because what Usman woke up to is that with baby girl Lisa, he picked someone who was too stubborn to do what he wanted to do. Right. And also reprehensible as a human being. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, uh, y'all, he's excited. He's like, maybe double yammy tonight. So he is so excited about this because this was the big thing, y'all, for the – as long as they've been in in Nigeria, she's been in Nigeria, he's been, you can tell, he's been very nervous about this. Now that it's over, he's feeling great. Yeah. They're going to go fuck in the, the hotel room. Because he feels like no matter what, he gets what he wants. He gets, yes. to, come to, he gets to come to America. He and doesn't really care about what she wants. No, absolutely not. No. And he, so he's explaining, uh, he's like, I need to explain it to her and then it'll be over. And and then she, but she's like, I will not be anyone second anything. I will not yeah, be anyone. It's it's interesting. I think if you it's so were stupid to she stuck on this title. convince her that you were co-wives and that no one was first or second, and even though maybe she could say maybe he could marry a Hausa girl and call it the pre-wife, but she was really the first wife. <laughs> it that, that's I, what I I wrote. This is all just terminology. And it's semantics. semantics. Yeah. And it's because, and it's that idea because she wants to be over that woman and she can't get past that. Um, it's, so, it's, it's interesting. So you would be fine being the second wife? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I have major first wife energy. 
huge. I would come in there and rule. My gene triple horn uh, skills would be through the roof. My Mary Brown golf pants wearing self would be wearing too much makeup, making fun of everything my husband said, and just bossing the fuck out of the rest of those wives. No, I have, no, it would be me. It would be no one second anything. I just needed you to admit that you oh. have something in common with Kimberly. Oh, oh, we were totally. I, I, well, the differences between me, you know, I don't share well. So polygamy is not for me. Not for um, you. Yeah. I, so I, I can honestly, I can honestly say that. Um, but Kim's like, I'm, were you proud of me for keeping my composure? Were you proud of me? <laughs> were you proud? Of, and so, but it's it's ridiculous. It's again, you do like where submit. Smith. He clearly no. doesn't want to see the truth. He I yeah. actually think he is choosing not to see the truth. With Kimbali, it is like wow. It's so clear you're not seeing this because when she says they didn't even give me a chance, she like, I knew it was going to be tough, but I didn't think it was going to be so hostile, and I went. Did you not see the shrimp face wedding? You, we knew. Like, no, she's we, a fan. We, she, but, she loves this she, show. But she, so she saw that. You think that they are gonna? How could you think that they were gonna separate an older American woman? They're just right. gonna automatically think maybe because you have brown hair and not blonde hair. Oh well, she can't be anything like baby girl Lisa. Well, and it's but I mean the naivete that she is shocked that they. That they're quote punishing for her for that, and I went, "Girl, you dumb, you dumb." Of course, they're going to do that. Then she goes into this thing about, "Well, I'm just going to break up with you right now. Just better to break up." And he's like, "It's ridiculous for you to think about breaking up with me, Uh, because this is the thing, y'all. If it was anyone was going to ever break up for him, it would be such a like a blow to his ego if Kim broke up with him." So it, yeah. he's like, that's so disrespectful. And then and she he goes, goes into, okay, 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 nah, hell no, hell no, <laughs> hell no. Into all the things that she's, he's done for her and that she has a oh, compromise. Now, we God. all know that is not the case. She has, quote unquote, compromised quite a bit uh, from what she's wanted. But someone like Kim, there is always, when she does give, there is always it's conditional. It's conditional. You will need to do something for it. She's extremely transactional. The, yeah, I'm going to give yeah. you this PlayStation, and then I'm going to stare at you until you give me the yummy. <laughs> and you're going to be my boyfriend. Yeah, man. Hey, boyfriend. Hey, boyfriend. Remember, Remember literally? <laughs> yeah, hi, boyfriend. When he yeah. said, "Look, I've given you so much. You were my fan, and then a super fan, and then a potential, and then my girlfriend. My stomach turned when yeah. I actually said it because I went, wow, you're not seeing her as a human being at all. She's just a fucking chess pawn to you. That is all she is to you. Like yeah. I can't imagine what Jamal thought about when he saw this I, as her son. I think, sadly, this is only a repetition of a pattern for Kimberly's romantic life. 
Yeah, we know she and could have been on Lalu. We talked about it. It her feels normal for her to be in a relationship <laughs> like this. So that's when I, I'm not I, – I understand why to anybody else it sounds – horrible for that to send and i agree but that's her normal me, that's her normal that is her normal y'all yeah so when she does get upset which reasonably so she gets we, up he he's basically says so many beautiful and sexy women are contacting me and that implies she's like so i'm ugly now so i'm ugly now one time this this episode i felt really sorry for kim because it well because i think we can all relate that we all have moments where we realize we are res- we we take what we we take what we have been given and offer and often don't set an expectation what we should have. Yeah. And so she's just gotten scraps her whole life. It sounds like, and that's, I think you, you phrase that so well. That's what she used. And that's what she's used to. And it's when he said this to her, she got mad. But then when she's sitting there on the couch, it was kind of fascinating because you see the brain and the wheels turning. And she at first she's in her head. Yeah, at first she's like, she's like crying. She's like, I'm not doing anything. She's like, fuck this guy. That's fucked up. Okay, okay. That's fucked up. That's <laughs> fucked up. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's fucked up. I can't believe you said that to me. Whatever. He's doing me a favor. He's not doing me a favor. And right. then she's like, but he loves me so much. Right. Does he? I don't know. Does he? It's all fake. I don't know. Do I want this? You see her and I realize, oh, give you an hour and you're going to accept this. Yeah, I Exactly. I thought it's the same very thing. Sad. Yeah. And she will take all the scraps. And at the end, uh, he's like, look at all these DMs full of beautiful ladies. He's gonna get anything he wants with her, uh, because she's so um insecure about her age and her looks. Oh, and yeah. she's so happy to have a younger man. Um, I wonder what percentage of her relationships previously were with younger men. I don't know. I don't because the guy in jail who she was uh, pursuing was, he was younger. younger, right? Yeah. All I know is, y'all, we we have Gary in Techland did a little favor us. Don't tell anybody, but he hacked into Usman's phone, <laughs> and um, I don't tell him, y'all. But actually, have one of the DMs that Usman got from a beautiful young lady that I want. Oh read. yeah, um, can you can you read that? Yeah, excuse me. Hold on. <clears throat> hey there, soldier boy. You might remember me. I'm that lady with that crunchy, fried, blonde hair that you like to just hold in the bed. And every time you hold crispy. it, it re- crispy. It reminded you of those onion rings, like when you put it on a burger at a restaurant. <laughs> Like a Ruby Tuesdays and you crunch, crunch. And I was like, yeah, Stop. that's my hair. That's my hair. Mm, look, Usman, I want that. I want that yammy. And I want it without a condom. Because when I get that yammy without a condom, that's an American way. And you know, I'm going to USA raw dog that dick. Love you. Love you. Mm. That's just uh, 11 M's. Vulva. (laughs) P.S. P.S. Anyway, y'all. It's going way back in the history. Yeah. No, that could be recent. We don't know, Usman. Sorry. We hacked in your phone. Um, We should take a little break. 
I need a glass of water. <laughs> and we'll come back and talk about Shida and Janine's milk. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more with unmatched comfort 
MeUndies Signature Fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Cool. Sissies, good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash realitygaze. That's MeUndies.com slash realitygaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. And now it's time for another episode of Poodle's Broadway Corner. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take that. Y'all, this one is a kind of a weird one. Um, Jesus. Although I know it's 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 a little legally little legalese, but um, kind of a big deal. Uh, Some of you may have heard about a Broadway show that closed back in July called Paradise Square. I think I probably talked about it a little bit. Um, It was the story of kind of uh, uh, black immigrants and uh, Irish immigrants kind of in little five points area. And the show had had a long gestation process where it started off being about Stephen Foster. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> the writer of all those songs like yeah. Kentucky Genie uh, with the light brown home. hair. And I remember I saw a pre what was called a pre-Broadway workshop about eight years ago. And Stephen Foster was this drunk character stumbling around. The bar was called Paradise Square was kind of where everyone was. And it was kind of like how um uh the black people the black immigrants of the time at that time in New York, I want to say it was uh 1910s, uh, even 1890s, even that far back with Stephen Stephen Foster. Um, but and it was about what they had to face. Um, and the <laughs> I, what I saw was a mess um, because I, I they didn't know what story they wanted to tell, which often happens with big musicals, especially this had a cast of about. Uh, I saw a reading as well. So there was a chorus part, but this had a, a cast of about 25 people. And I said, this is kind of a bloated mess. And it was trying to kind of be ragtime-ish. Because yeah. guess what? The producer, Dar- Garth Drabinsky, was also the producer of ragtime. Um, okay. So, uh, and this is also the guy, Garth Drabinsky, was, had been served about an 18-month sentence in Canada for forging the books on his previous show. They kept two sets oh. of two sets of books. Wow. So they overreported or underreported and and was they were making a lot of money off of it that they didn't really make. Wow. So yeah. And and so he came back to Broadway for this show called Paradise Square. And it was like everyone was like, oh, and the reviews were eh. and some people like were like, ah, I love the singers. And then that woman performed the Tonys and they're like, oh, this song was great. That was the one song, y'all. If you saw her on the Tonys, um, I can't remember her name now. She it was it's a brilliant performance. That was the song. That's <laughs> that all you was the song. Yeah. Um, but uh, I actually had a client who was in the ensemble, and that was her Broadway debut, and she was very excited. So I had some firsthand knowledge about it when I contacted her when I started reading stuff. She's like, "Oh, honey, I have so much to tell you." Oh, wow. <laughs> so turns out. This guy, Garth Drabinsky, who had been around for a while, um, wasn't paying the designers. So the designers and things like that, they didn't get paid. 
the actors weren't getting workman's comp. Oh, wow. Um, weren't, weren't having their workman's comp paid. Now, this was all being done kind of surreptitiously. No one was really finding a lot about it. But Garth yeah. Drabinsky, I just, I cannot believe people work with him again. Yeah. After everything they'd heard. Um, yeah. I'm shocked that they let him ever do anything again. And in, and then the 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 fake outrage that Broadway said, I can't believe this person would do this. Y'all, come on. I mean, this <laughs> too, it's, it takes a, it's not just like, oh, I didn't pay a few taxes. If someone has double books, like that is an intention. I know. That's an He intention. went to jail. <laughs> so th- the fact that this show was, was, was produced in any way. It, it was given a house that people trusted this person is absurd. So these actors were saying things like, they didn't they really say anything about him, but they were talking about the director, Moises Kaufman, who did um, uh, Larry Project and a lot of other pieces. And the choreographer, Bill T. Jones, they were talking about how no one was on the same page. And it was mostly because of bad producing. And the Moises Kaufman, the director, would fly in. Bill T. Jones would fly out. They were never really in the same place at one time. I know this mm. from my friend. Um, there was a lot of shit. People got injured. And things weren't really working out, and it still went to Broadway. Um, the reviews were medium at best. This is a show that they probably should have just put put away. They should have just kind of kind of suffocated it and should have been mercilessly killed. Uh, but they went to Broadway. Me, like I said before, medium reviews. People kind of liked it. They didn't really understand it. Um, uh, regardless, it had it had something to say. <laughs> as, as a review said, it had something to say about race, but I'm not sure I knew what it was. Okay. Um, <laughs> but as again, you have people of color interacting with Irish immigrants on stage. At least that you don't see that all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's something something to see. Anyway, uh, Actors Equity came out and said. We're making this. We're making this producer. We're we're blacklisting him and saying don't work. He's going to be added to our don't work list. Oh wow! So, yes, really messy. Now, this guy, Garth Drabinsky, just this week came back and said, "I'm suing Actors Equity for fifty million dollars for defamation, which takes balls." Wow. Um. Anyway, it he says Drabinsky. This is this is the statement. More than any other producer in recent musical theater history has tackled the insidious issues of racism, prejudice, and bigotry in America through the musicals he has produced for Broadway. That's the topics. Yes, I would agree. Actors Equity, however, has turned his remarkable record of achievements on its head by accusing him of being a racist. I don't know if that was ever an accusation. I, I could see it, but and creating a hostile and unsafe work environment. That is true. Um. So anyway, that that is going forward. And it just makes here. This is a, let me let me read exactly what Paris Square is, so I can I could. It was Civil War era, um, not later. It felt even felt. You know what? When I saw it, I think it was in the eighteen nineties. Um, yeah. Paradise Square, a show about racial tensions, racial tensions in Civil War era New York City. Um, that's the title. It did earn a turn, Tony Award for her name is Joaquina. Uh, uh, Kalu Congo, and she was the one who sang on the Tonys. And uh, but it struggled to attract audience members and closed after its uh, 
closed months after its opening night. Uh, anyway, uh, they net they they of course had a loss, and his shows were Fosse, Ragtime, and I think he also did he did a, I think he did a, a, a revival of Kiss the Spider Woman as well. Anyway, uh, it's a big mess, and this is going to drag out legal wise. But Paradise Square, if else. you heard about it, was one of those shows that people would say. I just remember from my friends in New York saying, have you seen it? They're like, no, I'm afraid to. Because <laughs> wow. it, it had so much money behind it. Yeah. It's kind of like if this was the, if the Broadway corner was before, I would t- be talking about Rebecca, the show where the, 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 the Hitchcock thing. And um, that was a different producer, but that producer made up two different investors. And then the show closed before it even opened. Wow. That's Poodles Broadway Corner. <laughs> well, I believe in the goodness of people now. Thanks for that. <laughs> Y'all, Broadway's a messy place, and it's often about producing and money, and it's a commercial place. And like it if you don't, don't like it if you if you do, fuck it. But know that it is all about money on Broadway. Sorry. I can't be- I'm going to say this, but let's talk about something that actually is less depressing than that. <laughs> the Lol and Shida. Wow. I don't know if I'll agree with you there, but maybe. Okay. They're praying. And I know it's early in the morning, but doesn't Shida look like a teenager that's being made to pray? And she looks bored. It, I said, I said she looks exhausted and angry and so, and, and like, she's like, kind of looking like off. Yeah. She does not look happy. Um, I wouldn't be either. Um, knowing that you have to fast every single day during Ramadan. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Yeah, it's Ramadan, y'all. It's the first day of Ramadan, and so it's a time, y'all. Obviously, as they say, Muslims strengthen their faith and become closer to God. And Bilal keeps finding reasons to gaslight his wife, and and also keeps reasons to instructionally tell her. He, he, I, I love this. You know, the little things that get on your nerves in Ramadan. You know, they don't matter as much. You learn to look at yourself. I guarantee you that motherfucker has never looked at himself. No, no. Not once. Maybe when he masturbated and that's it. Yeah. So even when he's like, he's like, this is the barbecue sauce I'm making tonight for the barbecue. And he's like, you're going to add some stuff to that. It's so passive aggressive. I'm sure it'll be great though. Whereas this is like, think about it, y'all. If you're not, the bus is coming. (laughs) Think about it. This is like your wife's first, whatever your, uh, whether it's High Holy Days, Hanukkah, Christmas. Yeah, it's like, like your wife's Kwanzaa. first Seder, your, your wife's first, first Christmas yeah, dinner. Like your first yeah. dinner. And like you, you're and you're, you're being telling shitty. them, yeah, this isn't good enough. You're being shitty. Yeah. So, you know, his family's coming because who are the best allies she could ask for? His mm-hmm. mother and his sister. Just two Actually, gargoyles. They weren't terrible in this. They were they were better than I they thought were better. they would be. They were better only because so the dinner, y'all, the dinner is fine. They kind of have this dinner and um and uh they she mentioned his family. They mentioned the food's really good. Um, so there's so suck it blah. And so his brother is there and they're asking about her yoga stuff, and she's like, Oh, it's going, but not doesn't sound like much has gotten started with that because yeah. I don't think she has her green card yet though too, right? I I don't know. Um this their stuff was filmed right after Happily Ever After or sorry, right after 98 Fiance. Yeah. So, so they just no. kept they just yeah. kept going on the 
the fire of this train just yeah. exploding. I have a feeling they they there probably wasn't a lot of break in filming for these two. No, not at all. And so um they um but Shida's happy that this is their first this is their first Ramadan together because they've always been separated during Ramadan. Yeah. So and um and Bilal, he was like, Bilal said, oh, I would have waited 20 years to be with you. And they all go, aw. And Shida's like, no, aw. Don't give him an aw. I was like, this is a Shida I want to see. More of that. More of that. So the uh, Nefertari, the sister, says, so what's happening? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I don't know. Maybe a family. And with that, Bilal looks at her and says, we have a family. Okay. Now. That was shitty of him to say that. Oh, I'm revving up the bus. <laughs> That's shitty of him to say that, but it did. When she did say it, it did seem like he didn't have any children. The way she said it. So interesting. I, do I I did not see it that way at all. I well, I'm not defending, but I think that it would be smart of her to say, you know, we want to add to our family. Like, yeah. But, but I say that, and I go, well, wait a minute. Why would she think she has any type of family when? His first wife is a fucking monster to him. Right. I think it was because she said it. If they would have both said it, it would have been different. When she's I, like, What's next for you? I'm not defending him. I just noticed it kind of, when she said it, I went, well, yeah, it's a fan. But then the way he said that, I was like, fuck yeah. you. So <laughs> then Bilal seizes on the idea that his sister had Muhammad, the little boy that was a table there. Mom's like, this is a miracle, baby. When she was 43. So he's like, look, it can happen. It's like Rachel and from <laughs> Rachel and Abraham in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> and so Shadi says, I'm 30. You know, they say, how old are you? She says 37. And Bilal's like, well, that's like a good, what do you mean you, by we've this? We've got at six least six clean, years. No, he said six clean year, years. <laughs> Kill me. Mean. Well, and then like, so if now when he's like, I'm thinking two to three years again, Before 40, you know, this is, this is thievery. This is absolute cruelty. It's this cruelty. is someone who she can, this is someone who, and then she tells them she later on, she didn't say this at the table. She tells mom and sister later on, on that, own. uh, the test that says she has a low egg count. And no, by 40, the chances, that, yeah. Can we say that, though? She said before that, she tells him, we went to the doctor, we got this. She's like, he hasn't, we haven't spoken about it since. Yeah. So go, but so think about that, and then, yeah. So by 40, the dreams of having a child, or sorry, the chances of having a child are 5%. And Nefertari's like, oh, wow, okay. Like, you kind of see, and mom even said, wait, and he was with you at the doctor's? Yeah. They'll do like, anything yeah. they can to defend their golden boy. Well, see, no, I when she said with you, I was kind of looking at this. She processes the processing the, this going, wait a minute, Bilal. I, I not, don't have not, faith in not them. Not this family. I, I don't have faith in them, but I do think in that moment she was saying, trying to just get information. They're super tribal. They 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 will they will ignore her as soon as she falls out with Bilal. They will freeze her out. Oh, oh, 100%. But again, y'all, he never brought this up. Not at all. He just let her sit in it when he came up. She felt like probably, y'all, this isn't true, but I know this just from having girlfriends that have all tried to, there is, 
I hate that women feel this way, but sometimes when a, when women feel like they're not able to have a baby or they they feel like it can affect their identity as a woman and my, they're like, why are they on this earth? Like they can really go into existential questions about this. They shouldn't, yeah. but they do. I and can understand I, it. I understand it. Yes, I understand it. And I would just want to remind women you you are worth a lot more a lot more than just bearing children. Um, but the fact that there wasn't consoling from him, there wasn't checking in with her about this, but just okay, that's information. No, it's the cruelty of neglect. And it's I'm gonna just say so this awful. now after hearing that. I'll sit shotgun on that bus. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> that pissed me off, y'all. When your woman is at a core. I don't know. I, I, I kind of have, you have to ask because the, the core, bus is already kind of full. Yeah, you're going to be drunk and you're not going to be able to drive. So you know I'm going to end up driving. <laughs> you can be there, but you're, you're going to need to pay your own yeah, way. Yeah, you're like, going to uh, fuck like the three husbands. You're, you're going to pay for gas. Kid. You're gonna be the kid that sits in the back of the bus and just. We're not looking. Any, we're not. We're looking for any Johnny Come Latelys. So you're gonna to have to like write the letters to ask if you can come. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you you need to bring them. You need to bring an implement though. You can't no. just be. You can't just be there. You gotta do not, something. I'm not ever admitting to getting on the bus. So I'm smarter <laughs> than you legally. So nothing can be claimed against me. If I'm on that bus, you didn't see me, y'all. It wasn't no, me. No. No. We have. Wasn't we have. Me. We have a forensic person who's going to help us with all of that. Yeah, I'm, um, I don't know anything about this bus. And we have a defense lawyer who's going to get us all off. Uh, Poodle stole my Amex and used it to pay for gas. That wasn't me. Nope, that video, uh, Poodle with a red talk, wig. Let's talk about me. something more interesting, and it keeps going with Mama, I Married an Oldie. Um, yeah. Is Jenny and some milk, some milk. We're unpacking, and of course, he's got to go meet mommy and suck her on his titty. What are you going to do today? What are you going to do? Walk? I'm going to walk around. I'm going to scratch in the dirt. I'm going to get some, pick up some food, and then I'm going to whack. I might lay an egg. What about you, sweet? And I'm going to go go make make some bread and tell everyone the sky is falling. (laughs) Sky's falling. Sky's falling. So, uh, I liked it when Jenny basically said, this is getting old. <laughs> yes. So he is going to see his family and he asks, like, do you want to come with me? Do you want to come of with me? Of course not. And she said, I was so glad she didn't. Well, did you see what she said when she said, no, I need to mop the floor. Oh, she's, oh, she's becoming y'all. resentful, petty Jenny. And oh, I'm kind of here for it. I am it here for that. She is fucking throwing shade at this piece of now, shit. What's interesting is, I, she is, maybe it's an illusion like it's always been. It is an illusion. Maybe it's it's an illusion, illusion, but she kind of is finding her power a little bit by saying, look, Samit, and we'll talk about this, what she says later on. She's being really specific about what, how she feels, and she's not going to do anything because he asked her to. Um, So, I don't know. Y'all. She's tired. She's just sick and tired. Yeah. That's he it. is. He even says no. She says nobody else. He says nobody else in the world can love me like my parents. And with that, I would tell him, "Well, I guess your mother's going to have to reverse cowgirl you at night because I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be." <laughs> you got so, some who, who, else, 
Who else is going to break your navel like I can? <laughs> Not me. Yeah. So he, so I'm later on, we, we see his brother and his sister-in-law, Cherie, Cherie, and his aunt, and no mom and dad. And I was like, this is a bold fucking HBO succession move. This is. is, this is Kendall Roy saying, dad, I want to meet with you. And Logan Roy sending Jerry. <laughs> you don't know that because you don't want Succession, but all the sissies who watch Succession are are knowing what I'm talking about. They know what you're talking about. But you wondered. I wish, we saw the aunt, and I went. So I wonder is Shade going to run in the family? It does, and it does. It does. He said she. That mother sent Jerry. It is deep. <laughs> so they sit down, and it's kind of silent, and then Samit's just sitting there. Poor, and he says, I am hurt my parents aren't here. And I wrote, poor, hurt, submit. Poor baby, submit. Like, now, this is his wheelhouse. This is what he loves. Yeah, victim. victim He's like, I'm so shocked. And I wrote down, this man, it's it's really weird. It's an an arrogant entitlement. That's what, it's not just entitlement. It's this arrogant entitlement optimistic entitlement that just makes me want to just just throat punch him off a cliff can you explain what the entitlement is the entitlement that he deserves i I, I I agree with you but i just want you the entitlement that he agrees to get everything he should want even though he can treat people like shit and completely go against what they ask of him. I'm not saying his parents are right, but the entitlement that his parents have been very clear from the beginning, what they expect from him, Mm -hmm. what they want from him. And he, and this isn't about like a kid coming out in the USA and the parents being on the wrong side. Y'all, this is a cultural thing. Apparently, I guess Apparently, people in India, in in the South, we just talk about people behind their back. In India, they apparently call you up and say, hey, I heard your son married an oldie. (laughs) (laughs) They're fucking brutal. Hey, uh, uh, hey, Sadna. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hey, Sadna, uh, can I speak to oldie? Oh, y'all, they're fucking brutal. Like, yeah, it's. They're supposedly they're being teased. Um, they're being he said. teased, and which is horrible. But submit that's no brutal, that, India. <laughs> that's brutal. And the fact though that he can be like, well, they should just because Jenny, we can give her a pass in some ways because Jenny's an American and she doesn't fully understand it. I don't no. think even still. we don't either. I d- I don't fully. Well, understand I don't understand it. it. It seems very cruel. He does understand it, and so the entitlement. That I can get whatever I want because I want to will it so. Yeah, I'm going to have it all. I just, I'm going to have it all at the expense of everyone I love. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I, but I, I wanted you to say that because the, the level of, um, of mama's little boy that he has that says, I can, I can win my mother back even though she's, I've done everything she's told me not to not because to. the love of a parents, the love of a parent supersedes everything. And he and shames what, her when she doesn't love him that right. she's not being a good mother. 
And then the the idea that everyone else he's going to basically weaponize his love for Jenny for them, and then yep. weaponize his love for the parents against Jenny. Yep. And no one gets anything except for submit. It's exactly. awful. It's yeah, awful. It's really is awful. I, I um, actually think he is. I will say, I he, I think he is. It's a different way. I think he's just as much of a monster as Blah at this point. I really do. I I would love to argue with you. I just can't see anybody being on a par with Bilal. But I but get it. He, yeah. So then, y'all, we hear for the we hear new material for the very first time, and because the the and is basically, oh, so basically your saying, mom is doing so badly. So it looked like can't she tell if she's drunk or high. <laughs> drunk or high, because her eyes are just so weary from crying. I think and, she's going insane. And Samit says they I I've gotten married and. You need to accept it, and I won't be happy. With my, I wasn't happy in my previous relationship. I'm very happy now. I don't know why she can't accept that. And then he's like, you know what? I will have children in the future. Well, because, well, yeah, because they bring up, the aunt says, it's that, how are you going to have children with her? And like the brother even says, really? And you can't do this. And that's where he says, I'm going to have children with her. Now, and I that's went, new information, y'all. I have to say, I pulled a reality gaze where I went, wait, did we talk about this? And we just forgot, and Sissy is going to yell at us? Or do no, I actually not remember? This is new information. It's new information. And Samit even says, they said, did you talk to Jenny about this? Yep. And he said, the, the no. The sister-in-law says, have you even mentioned this? He said, no, but I will. So he just makes this decision without Jenny that he's going to have fucking children. He says in, through adoption in, yeah. or surrogacy – and he doesn't really – he speaks for her that she will be the mother to his child. Yeah, And he says, honestly, I don't want kids, but this is something oh I will do for my parents. That was the worst when he said, I don't want kids. So I you went, would you would fuck. bring children into this world or you would adopt children not because you wanted them but to make your fucking mother happy. But what? not – not to make mothers happy, to make it so his mother will take care of him as well. Yep. That's what all this is about. Blech. He wants everyone to take care. Fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. Fuck this you, submit. man. Oh, man, child, man, boy. Um. So y'all, that he comes back and Jenny's like, so how'd it go? <laughs> <laughs> I but I kind of screamed and I submit went. Uh. And he's he's not gonna. He's like, I can't tell Jenny everything. So uh, I have Jenny's, to say, did I you just see Jenny say, just stress eating? <laughs> oh, just stressing. <laughs> you can drive the bus. I'll drive the rickshaw, y'all. Okay, <laughs> I'm at this point. I'll drive the rickshaw. We're gonna have to pile in, but I'm here for it. Yeah, I don't have same. You know why? I don't have the oh, same rage as submit. Yeah, it makes. You know what it is because it is. Because I do like Jenny. I think Jenny is a – I think Jenny is – I think she really wants to be just a good, simple person in the world, and I don't think she wants to be this dramatic person. I think she just wants to have it, – it is all it, – again, it goes back to people show you who they are when you first know them, believe them. Mm -hmm. He catfished her from the beginning and lied to her, and he just played – in a way of Uzman, but this man – Played off of her age 
and the way she looks. And he used that to his advantage to just get another woman to take care of him. Yeah. And it, and it feels it feels now like this is all about control for him. I. I. <sighs> it, it is a it is a passiveness. It is a more insidious. But I do think this is about controlling people. I yeah, really I could see that. I I would have to. To me, it's so passive, and I don't think he would ever. I don't think he would ever see it that way. I think it's but, probably subconscious. I don't even know yeah. if he's doing it consciously. Yeah, but it's insidious. Um, That's a good word for me. I for think it. his mom is I ob- obviously controlling everything. Be, the mom yes. is yeah, yes. and you know, so I learned it by watching you. But what Jenny says is, um, that's fine. We'll just go to America. And, you know, he goes, uh, uh, and we'd have a happy life there. I have my, I'm missing out on my children and grandchildren. And we should just go back there. I had to make a sacrifice. It's time for Submit to make a sacrifice. And he, and he said, well, if we go, though, Jenny, I think that my family won't meet with me anymore. And she goes, well, it's kind of their fault. Yeah, and she's yo, she's a hundred percent right. She's just tossing Mil- yes. truth bombs, yes. like grenades at yes. him. Yes, and she said, and he said, I didn't realize. He tried to say, "Do you not like India?" She's like, "I like India, but I'm struggling with your family." Yeah, and and then she's it, like, "Maybe I'll just go to America by myself." And she then said, "Maybe it will show them if you go with me that they have to make an effort." And he says it as. No, no, no. This they'll they'll say you're taking me away from them. And then Smith says that will make he says it is in the moment that will make the situation worse. But if I have a kid, that will make my parents happy, and that's a good reason why we have to stay in India. And I wrote, "What a pos." And I and I wrote, "Leave his ass, Jenny. Leave his ass." It'd be really good if she did. I'd be, I oh, would be elated. The, yeah. Her daughter, Jenny, or her daughter, uh, 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 what's her, um, her wife's name is Jenny. What's her daughter's oh, name? Fuck, what is her daughter? I just, if you hadn't have said it, I would have remembered <laughs> it. God damn you. Well, um, shit, shit. Well, um, <laughs> Christina. Thank you. It, Christina um, is going to, fucking come in on him on the tell-off of this. God, Christina, get, I know you don't listen to us. I wish you would because you and Jenny, we would drink with y'all in Palm Springs probably. We, we love going out lesbians. Tell your mother to leave this man. I, mm, I hate I him. I want to go engage. Y'all, that's the show. That is this show. That is this show. Ugh. Golly. It's a slog. All right, y'all. I'm going to get out of this bunker on this intimate point. It's kind of pretty with the curtain behind me. No, it's, no, I think it's you, nice. It looks like you're in a Soviet I, Republic. Poodle <laughs> always has a, a, a comment on my background. So I said, well, then you can make me one that I can put up when I travel. I think it's a good idea. That's my next thing. Yeah, we'll wish in one hand and shit in the other and see what fills up on that one, y'all. All right, everybody. That's the show. You can go to realitygaze.com. That is our website. It's not porn anymore. Hey, no. join our Nope. We are almost 10,000 strong on our sissy squad. That's our, our Facebook page, our fan group. We don't run it anymore, but we've got a lot of sissies in there. And so they're, as we say, we have fun in there in that group. We, we love them very much. Uh, and we have, you know, again, news y'all. 
we're once we get our 10,000, our 10,000 sissy that joins, Poodle is going to go to their house and do a private piano concert. No, that's not what I'm going to do. We're going to give you, I'll, I'll give you like two, an, a gift card to the macaroni grill or something. You're not I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying no. to get him to make an app anyway. All right, so no, you can do that. that w- that's like a that's like a couple thousand dollars. Oh Jesus! All right, everybody. Um, you can also follow us on TikTok. There's we have definitely there is we have some uh, we have a uh, yard submit, but we also have some other memes uh, from this episode of Ninety Day Fiance that's on TikTok and on Instagram. Follow, follow us there. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, people? Yes. And if you don't know whether your mother is drunk or high, whether you look into her eyes, chances are she's both. Chances are she's both. And you can call us. Call us. us. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com